Welcome to Prince Track by Track. I'm your host Darren and today we're going to be talking about Get Off from Diamonds and Pearls. Also featured on the hits too. This is the last track on side A of Diamonds and Pearls. And when I owned the cassette of Diamonds and Pearls, um, I, <laughs> I, I was kind of frustrated because I only asked for the album so I could have this song. And I had to listen to all these other songs on the cassette before I could get to the actual song I wanted to listen to. But that just made me... Man, what a chore. Yeah, I know. That just made me end up loving all those songs anyway. Um, but yeah, it's just funny that it's kind of frustrating because it's like, I really just want to listen to this one song that's literally in the middle of the album. Um, so, And I didn't own a CD at the time, so it's like, I'm just going to have to listen to all these songs. It has an odd recording history because... Um, part of it, the the kind of bit that most people might know, which is, I mean, I don't know if people would know this, but the kind of sample of everybody grab a body, pump it like you want somebody was a lyric that Prince added to a remix of the song Glam Slam, uh, which was recorded on the 29th of October 1990. So two years after that song had been on Love Sexy and it was sent to radio stations in Twin Cities on the 6th of January 1991 to promote the Glam Slam Club, which Prince, as we found out in Graffiti Bridge, had won full ownership of from Morris Day. Um, <laughs> and so um, that had Eric Leeds and uh, Candy Dolfer on there, sampled from different songs. Uh, one from Love Machine, which of course was uh, performed by the time in Graffiti Bridge, and the other from 12 by Madhouse. Um, and that's kind of that sample then was the basis for Prince to do the rest of the song, which he recorded on the 10th of May, 1991 at Paisley Park. And it was released as a single on the 31st of July, 1991. But it was first played on the 6th of June, 1991, which was Prince's birthday that year. Um, and the version that was played at his birthday uh, was labeled the almost 10 damn minutes <laughs> version. And <laughs> that and that's actually nine minutes, 22 uh, if anyone is familiar with the artwork from um, Get Off, uh, particularly on the 12 inch, it's this kind of yellow feathers and it has kind of um, in purple, it has Prince and the New Power Generation, but written as MPG with the, the words ooh, our and generation kind of going around each of the letters. And yeah. it has Get Off and on the O of Get Off, there's like a little kind of smiley face with the tongue sticking out and there's the word Prince backwards. And at the top, it says nothing can stop. And so it says, nothing can stop Prince and the new power generation. And the I in Prince is a little P symbol. And in the R is Prince's birth date, uh, which is how I always remember when Prince's birthday is. Uh, because it's it's on this 12 inch that I own of, uh, of Get Off. Um, yeah, so it wasn't released over here until the 19th of August, 1991. Uh, and this was the lead single from uh, Diamonds of Pearls. And it was the last track recorded for Diamonds of Pearls, following a tradition going back at least six albums with Prince, where the final track is the first single. Um, and the B-side for it is the track it replaced on Diamonds of Pearls, Horny Pony. Um, and there are so many different remixes to this, which I will, I will get into uh, later on. But just so... Such a good time. Yeah. 
Um, Such a great title. Horny Pony. <laughs> Which is actually a lyric uh, in... Um, uh, uh, what's it? It's in the rap for um, Alphabet Street, where Kat says, do the horny pony like you know you should. Um, so, you know, uh, <laughs> this is the first track that I ever heard of Prince's that I knew was Prince. Um, and, um, you know, I used to listen to... when I, When I would come home from school, I would... Um, you know, I get changed. I would, I'd have some wheat, and then I'd listen to the radio for a couple of hours uh, before you know going downstairs to watch TV with the rest of the family. And in those couple of hours, I used to listen to Radio One, uh, which is you know BBC Radio One. It's the you know biggest radio station over here. Well, it used to be Radio Two is now, but Radio One at the time was still the kind of the biggest uh, radio station. Um, you know, the first kind of, yeah. you know, pop radio station in this country. One night I was listening to Radio 1 and usually I would stop listening after Steve Wright in the afternoon. Uh, Steve, Steve Wright, not the comedian Stephen Wright. Stephen Wright has been interviewed by Steve Wright before now, um, you know, which was a fantastic uh, episode of Steve Wright in the afternoon if you were a fan of Steve Wright. After that, there was there was always like some DJs who would play kind of, um, they would kind of play some of the, not, I wouldn't say obscure, but kind of not, not kind of just chart stuff. They would play kind of you know new stuff that was about to get released and i heard this song and it actually turned out to be the urge mix of um of get off and as the dj finished the song which i i think is about seven minutes long anyway um he said the words prince and then he said g-e-t-t-o-f-f he literally spelt the title out on my wall i had a poster um, and on it, I would stick post-it notes of stuff I wanted to remember. And as I heard him say, Prince, get off, I immediately wrote on a post-it note, Prince, get off. And I stuck it on my wall because I was like, I really have to hear this song again. I want, you know, I want to hear this song. I've got to find a way to listen to this song again. And, you know, this was this was probably in the July. So it was, it was about a month before it actually got a release over here. Um, and, mm. you know obviously this is kind of you know the second resurgence of prince you know you had kind of purple rain uh, and then you had a little you know batman prince kind of got a bit more press but you know diamonds and pearls was a huge hit for prince and he <laughs> Warner brothers released like singles all the way through to the middle of 1992 to the point where you know the b-side for sexy mf is an album track from diamonds and pearls you know like they they just kept releasing singles and this was you know, this was the kind of first single and I just remember hearing the song and just falling in love with it instantly. The version that I heard, which was a remix, had a few extra lines in as well. This is the this is the weird thing. So when I heard the proper version of, you know, Get Off, which, you know, on the album is four minutes thirty-one, it was missing like a you know, an extra a verse that was on this remix. And I was kind of disappointed because I was like, where is where's that extra verse? Like I knew I knew the lyrics so well because I'd I'd you know, managed to record it off the radio and listen to it so often before I actually got the album that I was kind of disappointed that when I heard the proper version, it was missing a few lines that I was expecting here and there. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, you know, this is my absolute favorite Prince song. You know, the you know, if you just have to pick one song, you know, I f- with films and you know TV and books and various other things, I find it hard to kind of you know make top tens and pick favorites. Uh, but when it comes to Prince songs. This is it. This is my favorite song. And joining me to talk about it today is Martin Sand. Hello, Martin. Hi there. Um, so, I mean, can you recall hearing Get Off or, you know, be, you know, becoming aware of this kind of resurgence that Prince had with Diamonds and Pearls? I can tell you that it's it's a song um, I would hear a lot. 
uh, in the 90s, um, at least parts of it. It was used um, extensively for like jingles or um, interstitials um, on television, on the radio. I think it was, um, and I tried to Google this because it's um, especially the um, uh, uh, the flute part sticks in my mind because uh, this was often, you know, background music on television. And I think it was um, some kind of um, intro music or a segment intro music in uh, some kind of kids program. Um, like I was already in my... Uh, teenage years in the um, early to mid 90s um, but I have a brother who's five years younger than me so um, you know uh, I, I'd get the full uh, dose of children's television uh, <laughs> at home yeah I tried to google where it was used but it's um, impossible to google you can try that for yourself googling um, get off and um, advert or intro or whatever and um, <laughs> trying to find out in which um, obscure German uh, television program get off was used you know especially the scream part and the uh, flute part was used um, a lot as um, wallpaper uh, on television and radio yeah and just as I'm talking about this I am suddenly remembering that um, in the uh, late 90s on German television we had a pop music quiz show that was a little bit of a ripoff of Buzzcocks, <laughs> but also they took the game part more seriously, and it was really, really bad. Yeah. Um, but I remember that the um, uh, scream f from from the beginning of the song was one of the buzzer sounds on that uh, show. Yeah. <laughs> that game show that's, that's a very obscure kind of thing to remember but i mean let's talk about the chart you know because you know, over here it got to number four on the charts it was a huge hit this is you know this is one of prince's bigger hits over here i i think you know certainly the next two albums you know this is kind of where prince started to kind of really get singles in the uk charts it only got to number 21 on the billboard hot 100 but it got to number one on the dance club songs um you know number six on the r&b songs uh, and in other countries, you, you say Germany, got to number 13, and it also got to number 13 in Belgium. Uh, something going on uh, over there in, in Europe where it was only getting to 13. In Australia, it got to number hmm. 8, and Austria, it got to number 9. And in the Netherlands, it got to number 3. And Switzerland, it got to number 3 as well. So I don't know what was going on in the Netherlands and Switzerland where it placed so high. Um, and it got to number 13 in Sweden and 7 in Norway. So, you know, this is a, this was kind of one of the Prince's kind of bigger hits. Um, and it has kind of featured in a few films. Um, you know, there's a there's a version of it in um, P.S. I Love You, the terrible Hilary Swank film um, about uh, <laughs> I'm trying to remember who plays her her dead husband terrorizing her from beyond the grave with letters. Um, and I think it was Gerard Butler. <laughs> so typical Gerard Butler terrorizing Hilary Swank from beyond the grave. Uh, it also appears in um, the, the Last Boy Scout, uh, and uh, there's an episode of King of the Hill that features it as well. Um, and you know, like we said, so many, so many different remixes. Um, you know, the, the 12 inch had the Urge mix and the Thrust mix, um, and then there was the the kind of the VHS had uh, the house style along with the flute instrumental. And Violet the Organ Grinder, which is kind of based off the flute sample in, in um, Get Off, and Gangster Glam, which uses a number of the lyrics from Get Off 
as the basis and uh, clock in the jizz, which is a phrase that's in Get Off that then became an entire instrumental for Prince. Uh, so, um, And then there's also, you know, the, the, the purple pump mix, which is like 8 minutes and 31. And there's the thrust edit, which is 4 minutes 48. So many different kind of mixes. It's just one of these weird things where I don't know why, but just for this single, they kind of went crazy and remixed it hundreds of different ways. Um, you know, and we said this much and we haven't even started to get into the lyrics, which, um, you know, I have the lyrics in front of me, but I'm, I'm going to say this. Uh, I listen to this song so much. I bet you I could just go from the start to the finish of the song and just say every single lyric without even having them in front of me because I just know this song so well. But I just I love I love kind of everything about this because it kind of tells this really weird story and prince has these kind of these weird phrases which just starts with the first kind of two lines which is how can i put this in a way so as not to offend or a nerve but there's a rumor going all around that you ain't been getting served and i just i just love that it's just like such a great kind of like opening to the song uh, just the fact that prince doesn't want to offend or a nerve as well is like you know that he's kind of very he's being mm. very gentlemanly here he doesn't want to he doesn't want to come straight out and say what's going on, particularly when he says they say that you ain't you know what in baby who knows how long. And of course, he says it's hard for me to say what's right when all I want to do is wrong. And then, you know, the chorus, which is it's so great. Get off 23 positions in a one night stand. I only call yeah. you after if you said I can. Yeah. And despite despite Prince's best intentions, the lyrics end up sounding somewhat sexy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> in the end <laughs> yeah he didn't come straight out and say what they're about you know because he just says you know you ain't been getting you know what and then with rosie Gaines, you know this is kind of i haven't even mentioned you know the the, the kind of the the new power generation who are in full force on this particular song but you know we've got michael b uh possibly one of my favorite drummers that prince ever had um you know just kind of a really kind of solid drummer you know er, or, like particularly on this song i mean it's such a great kind of um, you know, kind of kind of drum track. And you've got Sonny T, you've got Levi, uh, Tommy Barbarella, who, of course, is playing the purple axe with a double X and a trademark. Um, and then, of course, you have Rosie Gaines, such a such a great singer. I, lo- I mean, on this album, I love everything that Rosie does. Um, and then, of course, you have uh, Tony M, and then you have uh, Kirk Johnson and Damon Dixon. And then on this track, though officially not part of the new power generation you have eric leeds contributing with his uh his flute um, and i have to say such a mm. wonderful hook that kind of you know that that flute hook it's it's you know it's infectious yeah yeah and it's just one of those things where you know uh you know if you think about you know what this is which is kind of like you know uh you know a very kind of dirty r&b song you would never think that a flute would be the hook that you use uh you know that just would never occur to kind of most artists but to prince it's like yeah. yeah, and especially such a nice little, you know, like a sound that could also have been from like a Sesame Street song. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, when Prince and Rosie sing, let a woman be a woman and a man be a man. I mean, that's just so great. And then, of course, we finish with Prince. And I think it's uh, I think it's Tony M doing that. If you want me, baby, here I am. And then, of course, with Rosie Gaines singing, here I am as the kind of echo. Um, and then, of course, uh, you know, Prince tells us that he he clocked the jizz from a friend of yours named Vanessa Bett. Um, she said you told her a fantasy that got her all wet. And then this is probably, I, I mean, I love this song. I love every I love every line of this song. But this is probably my favorite bit where Prince goes something about a little box with a mirror and a tongue inside. 
And I mean, <laughs> like the way him, him and Rosie are singing that, um, and I think Tony M's also singing it. I think it's like triple tracked. It's just so, it's like so, it's like such a great kind of turn of phrase because you have to think, like, what's he talking about? You know, something about a little box with a mirror and a tongue inside. Um, and then, of course, he goes, then, she, then what she told me got me so hot that I knew that we could slide, um, you know. And I, I don't know. It's just uh, like every line of the song it just is so perfect, um, you know. And the kind of, particularly when we go to kind of the middle eight where Prince is like, one, two, three, no little cutie, I ain't drinking. Scope this. I was just thinking, you plus me. And he's like little click where he says, what a ride. If you was thinking the same, we could continue outside. Lay your pretty body against the parking meter. Strip your dress down like I was stripping a Peter Paul's Almond Joy. And then probably <laughs> like the greatest line ever delivered by Prince. Let me show you, baby, I'm a talented boy. <laughs> I mean, it's just, I mean, every single line is just so kind of perfect. Um, you know, and then of course we get the everybody grab a body, pump it like you want somebody. Um, you know, and the chorus itself, you know, kind of only really, you know, the twenty three positions in a one night stand, kind of is only done a couple of times at the start, and then for most of the rest of the song, we kind of get most of the kind of it's mostly kind of verses rather than you know you just get the occasional frame of get off, um, you know, along with the kind of uh, the I mean, it sounds like a little kind of sample that they kind of play. Um, you know, of the kind of baseline, uh, you know, with each of the kind of get-offs. Yeah, but he mostly samples himself, which is very smart. Yeah. Like, that's really, really easy to clear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It makes a lot of business sense. By the way, 23 positions in one night stand, Illuminati confirmed. <laughs> if you've ever done the um, popular uh, game of Googling um, celebrity plus Illuminati with Prince, <laughs> that's... Um, I mean, that's the confirmation. That's a that's a <laughs> bottomless rabbit hole. Like, there's so much symbolism in Prince, and so much eye stuff, and um, uh, the way he uses like eye symbols for um, the word I or the letter I. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like you, you can you can you can probably uh, get a year's worth of entertainment on just googling uh, Prince Illuminati theories, but. <laughs> I'm sure 23 positions in a one night stand is in there. Uh, and of course, I just, I mean, I love when, you know, uh, I mean, in the video, which, we, you know, I haven't even talked about, but that video is so amazing where it's obviously, a, it's a studio inside Paisley Park, but it's it's been, you know, designed by Prince essentially. And everyone is wearing clothes that kind of match <clears throat> and they have these kind of symbols on. And Prince himself is wearing uh, kind of like high, um, if I remember, high black trousers with this kind of like, uh, you know knitted top um, and he has his hair up and he's talking you know he has Diamond and Pearl who you know are, are kind of being led around as this song is happening and I like how he, he grabs uh, one of them and says so here we are here we are my Paisley crib uh, you know which is a, 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 the closest that we've had kind of to a shout out to Paisley Park in a while um, and I love when he goes what do you want to eat and he has her say ribs and he goes ha, I don't <laughs> serve ribs and it's just like oh i don't know and he says you better be happy that dress is still on i heard the rip when you sat down um, yeah and and then we get the sample and and i love in the video how she kind of she vocal she like mimes to the sample of Pr the kind of sample that scream prince has and then she kind of runs off um <laughs> and i love how prince says honey them hips is gone but that's all right i clock them that way and then of course uh you know a james brown reference with Remind me of something James used to say. And um, he in the video he puts an actual kind of like vinyl record on 
but on the record, we get this kind of treated version where he says, I like him fat. I like him proud. You're going to have a mother for me. Course, yeah. And he puts a little bit of um, like vinyl crackle yeah. under there. Yeah. Which is a sample from the James Brown song, Mother Popcorn. Prince makes it clear that he's, he's saying that when he says, reminds me of something James used to say. Um, and of course, he says, move your big ass round this way so I can work on that zipper, baby. I just love tonight you're a star and I'm the Big Dipper. <laughs> <laughs> Interestingly, um, not the first song, not the first hit song to use Big Dipper as um, a, a sexual innuendo. Well, what was the first song to use it? That that would have been um, Sledgehammer by uh, Peter Gabriel. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't think Prince is referencing Peter Gabriel there, but I highly doubt it. But yeah, <laughs> it's just, it's just an interesting parallel. We we have a little bit of the kind of. The, I mean, it's funny because in the Vince video, <laughs> Prince says "kick it," and then he dances with diamonds and pearl, um, and you get to see, you know, uh, the rest of the band kind of around this kind of uh, this set that Prince has. Uh, and then we finish by going back to the start, where Prince says, "You know, how can I put this in a way so as not to offend or unnerve." Uh, there's a rumor going around that you ain't been getting served. And I, I like how when they get to the, you know, they say that you ain't, you know what, in Baby Who Knows How Long, Rosie Gaines is singing along and they kind of emphasize the, you know, um, the you know what in Baby Who Knows How Long. Like every other word is kind of emphasized with Rosie Gaines. It's, it's interesting the way that she kind of sings it. Um, and, then, you know, it's hard for me to say what's right when all I want to do is wrong. Um, and then we return to the 23 positions in a one night stand. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I just such a perfect song. I mean, um, I, I, I just kind of love every single lyric and the video is great. And, you know, every remix of it kind of adds something different to it. There's one that's called the flute instrumental, which just kind of has the flute stuff going on for the, the entire song and kind of de-emphasizes everything else apart from Eric Leeds, um, uh, you know, and, uh, they add a, the, one of the lines that there's kind of missing, uh, you know, is where Prince says, um, um, when he talks about the, you know, the uh, the zipper, you know, move the, he says, I'll zip it half away enough to see the crack of dawn. Don't worry about the bust. I'm going to lock up every door. We could do it in the kitchen and the floor in the bathroom, uh, riding on the tub. And uh, he, oh, my God, in the bedroom uh, with your feet in the drawers. <laughs> he has this whole like extra kind of verse describing what exactly he's going to do. Um, you know, which obviously he spent the entire song being very gentlemanly and not directly talking about what this is. Um, yeah, so, so there's a few extra verses in some of the remixes, you know, on the VHS, which I, I purchased when I was 15, um, you know, because it's a 15 rated VHS. And obviously I would never try to break the law. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I also purchased the sexy MF VHS at the same time and also a, a, a VHS that had both Purple Rain and Graffiti Bridge on it. Um, so you would have to make the effort to fast forward it for two hours just to watch Graffiti Bridge, which, of course, no person would ever do. Um, and on the VHS, you had these extra songs. You had, um, you know, a couple of the remixes and then you had Violet the Organ Grinder, um, you know, which kind of uses the same uh, drums. And then you had um, Gangster Glam, which samples various lyrics um, and it has, you know, people actually spelling out G-E-T-T-O-F-F, um, you know, and... And then you finish with this instrumental clock in the jizz, which obviously, you know, is is something that Vanessa Bett would obviously know about. Um, and, you know, obviously I'm, I'm hoping to kind of discuss those songs at a later date, but 
Uh, the video for Gangster Glam at the moment is on the Prince YouTube channel, and I, I would encourage everybody to watch it, just because at one point Prince is wearing a uh, a leather bathing suit with um, straps that go over his shoulders, and he's poolside doing push-ups while uh, uh, Tony M is sitting in the pool, and it's just so it's so kind of crazy that he's doing push-ups while singing to camera, and he's got a little kind of uh, a necklace on that has his his Prince symbol on, like the basic one, the one that was you know this just the circle with the the point of the cross, and, right? And yeah, so it's it's a, it's a great video, um, but yeah, I mean, I love this yeah. song so much. I don't think I should need to say this, but five out of five. <laughs> what's What's interesting about the video is um, because uh, in preparing for this uh, episode, I um, kind of I, I looked up a few things that I didn't quite understand. Um, the thing, the thing with the um, uh, 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 box with a tongue and a mirror. Um, I mean, it's 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 very obvious on the face of it what it's referring to, um, but according to uh, someone on the internet, so I don't know how much uh, <coughs> to trust this, but um, according to them, it's um, probably a reference to the um, uh, famous uh, movie catastrophe Caligula. Oh yeah, um, where there's a scene with um, oral sex and um, a mirror. Yeah, that uh, wouldn't surprise me because that's and it would kind of make sense if you look at the set. Yeah, the way it has sort of this um, Roman theme, and um, it doesn't look entirely unlike the movie Caligula. Yeah, there are a lot of. I mean, I don't feel like we've talked about the craziness of the video enough. But when Prince goes over to put the <laughs> he goes over to put the record on for the I like it fat, I like it proud part. And it's a woman holding a gramophone. Like that's that's what he puts it onto. And you know, there's there's a there's a guy who is essentially a bench where when when Prince goes to sit with one of the women, uh, with I think it's with Diamond. Um, it's a guy that they're sitting on, and you know, like there's. It's a bit like a Stefan bit from Saturday Night Live, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? And every single member of the band has a woman who is grinding up against them for the entire song like you know you've got that with yeah. like tony m and and you know tommy Barbarella. they're just like around the set you know having being ground upon by all these kind these kind of anonymous women also there's somebody talking to a butt 20 years before <laughs> um uh, uh gangnam style <laughs> yeah um and i like as well how at one point prince kind of like mimes playing pool <laughs> like as if there's a table in front of him he just kind of he just kind of bends over and starts to i mean it's just i mean prince of course i, I haven't even mentioned is like head to toe in like a black bodysuit and he's just kind of like dancing yeah. around and there's, there's points where diamond and pearl aren't even near him and he's just dancing around by himself um and you know the only one who isn't hasn't got a woman grinding upon him is uh is michael b who's on the drums and he's just sat behind the kit uh, unfortunately so you know he gets left out yeah, well, um, that's but... pretty hard to do playing the drums while somebody's grinding <laughs> yeah although it would be impressive as well Rosie Gaines is dressed in this kind of like a, you know white well it's that like kind of a, a silk looks like a silk kind of like bodice and she's got like this white kind of like um, I mean it almost looks like kind of like a, a, a dressing gown but kind of um, lighter kind of like made out of lace or something that she's just wearing with these kind of fur trim and I, I just I love when Prince kind of dresses his band in kind of crazy ways and you know when the band members are kind of dressed up it's like so odd it's just it's just so great um, you know and obviously the guitar that Prince uses in the video is the um, is the is the yellow cloud uh, which is probably my favorite of the of the different cloud guitars that Prince had 
Um, you know, the yellow one, it's always like my favourite whenever I see him playing it. Probably because Get Off was probably the first kind of Prince video that I paid any attention to. And as Prince is dancing while playing the guitar, there's a point where he does a kind of splits and kind of jumps back up again. Um, you know, so he really, he really kind of throws himself into this video. There's like a lot of dancing in it. Um, but like we say, the kind of the set is the thing that like having seen this video probably hundreds of times, it's one of those things where you just take it for granted that there's this set with all these people kind of dancing around. And, you know, there's, there's kind of like gigantic balls with flames in and, mm. you know, candles everywhere. And I don't know. It's just it's one of those things where you're like, if you lived at Paisley Park, you would want this to be what it is 24 hours a day. <laughs> it's just this kind of crazy, you know, uh. people, people kind of with blue paint on their face kind of being a bench for you. You know, that just... Uh, kind of that's just the, how I imagined this to be Prince's life oh, is man. is this video how exhausting though <laughs> yeah which is imagine, why the... imagine getting up in the night for a pee and you uh... <laughs> <laughs> which is probably why the video for like the flute instrumental has Prince kind of just sitting down on like a, a soft couch and not moving for the entire video it's probably because he was exhausted from shooting the you know the one get off video and he's like you know I'm just gonna stay still for the second get off video um but yeah i mean i just love this song so much i mean you know every every part of it is kind of is so kind of um you know it's 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 really weird because you know at the time you know what was considered kind of like you, you know you had the rise of kind of like r&b kind of you know all all male vocal groups and you know there was you know you had uh you know tlc and uh, you know, there are a lot of kind of women groups also coming through and, you know, there was a kind of resurgence a little bit of the kind of like boy band thing. You know, mm. you also had at this particular time, MC Hammer and Vanilla Ice were in the middle of their war. Um, and the kind of this song doesn't really fit anything at the time that was kind of popular. It just kind of is its own thing. And I think that's what I love when Prince does that, when he just decides that he's going to have a song that has a line about, you know, stripping a, a Peter Paul's and Joy. And, you know, in I, I don't know, just like kind of sampling a, a James Brown song, but singing it himself rather than actually sampling it. You know, stuff like that. It's like those kind of choices. You know, it's just it's just such a great song because it, it, it never sounded like anything else. And even on the album, even on Diamonds and Pearls, it stands out a little bit as kind of like this odd track. Um, because the rest of the album was kind of more recorded together and then this was the final song that he did and he just you know he took horny pony off the album and replaced it with get off at the very last minute um you know deciding that he preferred this to kind of horny pony and then just relegated horny pony to a b-side and you know i just kind of you know i just love when prince kind of does something like that where he's just like you know here's the album order he's already got it done and then he's like no 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 just get rid of that song put this song on <laughs> and and I'm sure Warner Brothers would be like, really? Have we got to go through this again? <laughs> like where you're just kind of capriciously deciding to change, so, you know, stuff that's that's on an album. He probably couldn't get a pony for the video. That is probably maybe that it. was it. Yeah, yeah. If <laughs> I would, I would love to see a video for Horny Pony now, where it's just Prince riding <laughs> a pony around. And you know, I, I in that in the like I mentioned in the house style, you know, version, which is kind of you know the remix of it. Um, you know, Prince is dressed head to toe in this kind of like white silk shirt. Um, and it's, you know, got on the on the wrist, it's got like tons of buttons and he's wearing like, you know, a hat and, you know, Diamond and Pearl are wearing the same kind of hats and he's got his like cane and, you know, he's he's for some reason he's dressed the, you know, Kirk Johnson and Tony M and, and Damon Dixon in these really kind of kind of bright kind of 
patterned like pajamas and they're kind of like dancing in the background and stuff and it's just there's a lot of kind of like kind of white silk curtains everywhere and and it's just a really it's a kind of completely different but kind of in a similar vein to the original video but yeah i mean and because i had the vhs i used to just watch all these vid like i mean like i think it's about like 35 minutes end to end and i would just watch them and then just rewind the video and watch them all over again um you know so i've obviously seen these videos hundreds of times um, but yeah, I mean, just such a, you know, and I, you know, I, I bought the 12 inch, um, even though I think at the time I didn't own a record player just because I wanted the 12 inch. And then eventually I got a record player and I was able to play it. And now I have the 12 inch, you know, 20 something years later and I don't have a record player. So, you know, I can't listen to it. Um, but yeah. And interestingly enough on, on iTunes, um, the, the kind of the get off single is defined as Prince and the new power generation with Eric Leeds. I don't know why on iTunes he gets a with credit, uh, but he does. Um, yeah, so I didn't ask you, but do you, I'm, I mean, I'm going to assume five out of five for Get Off. Um, I have to say, <laughs> um, it's a great song. It gets a four out of five for me. Uh, I obviously like the song a lot, but what knocks it down just a little bit for me is the um, rap part, which is not terrible, but... Um, not one of Prince's strongest musical moments either. The one, two, three, that bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like, um, I see. He, I he dips <laughs> his toes in a little bit into a rap hip hop style, but he doesn't go all the way. And it's not really, it's, 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 it's also surprising for, for a man who, um, understands funk the way Prince does. He kind of has a tin ear for hip hop and he, doesn't yeah. seem to like hip hop a lot. I I mean he certainly didn't when it kind of first started to emerge. Uh, I think later on he kind of understood it a little better. Uh, you know, once he'd kind of recorded because there is a, there's a song on Raven to the Joy Fantastic where he recorded with I think it's one of the guys from Run DMC but obviously once I get there I'll confirm what that was but I think once he kind of, once it got to the 2000s I think he understood it a little better. And also he knew to kind of defer to other people to do the rapping and not in this case, Sheila E or Kathy Glover, <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> who were his early rappers. But yeah. And, you know, obviously uh, there was something that you were mentioning about uh, Jump Around by House of Pain. Yeah. Pack it up, pack it in. Let me begin. Uh, <laughs> I have always <laughs> taken it for granted that um, the um, shriek um, that forms the that sort of forms the basis um, with a bunch of other samples um, for uh, Jump Around is uh, the shriek that starts um, Get Off. Like, um, if I tried to emulate it, I would bust my larynx. Um, but uh, Get Off starts with this <laughs> ya yao from, from Prince. And the yeah. ya part sounds exactly like the ya, ya yeah. in, in, in Jump Around. Um so I had always assumed this to be true. But when I was researching for this episode, um, I found that there's actually a big internet controversy about... Um, do you say controversy or controversy? Uh, because of Prince, I always say controversy. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, there's this big controversy uh, about whether or not this sample is um, the shriek from Get Off or... Um, a horn sample from a song from a song called um, "Shoot Your Shot" by Junior Walker. Yeah, um, <laughs> you, you know you can go to YouTube and you can find any number of videos 
of people um, recreating uh, jump around um, with either sample, like in Ableton, um, or running uh, it various sound analyzing software. And um, <laughs> if you if you listen to all that stuff long enough, you don't know what's true anymore because uh, the thing is both of these things. Um, sound pretty much like the sample in Jump Around, but they don't sound exactly like it. Well, to me, the, the, the start of Jump Around, or, or that, that sample we're talking about, always sounded like a, a kettle on the boil. That's what it sounded like to me. <laughs> See, to me, so, it always sounded very, uh, very human. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's... Um, I'm I'm not I'm not alone with this. Like there's um there's there's people having, you know, Twitter fights over this. Um one of them being <laughs> um Questlove, who's um probably the uh, most prominent um person in the um get off camp while the um rapper Everlast, um the rapper from uh House of Pain, uh insists that it's the horn sample. Um, <laughs> which still isn't enough to um, uh, uh, convince Questlove. And um, in all fairness, he's just the rapper. I would have to hear it from um, uh, uh, DJ Mark himself, but he apparently hasn't spoken up about this. <laughs> I guess we don't know as yet. See, I had I had no idea that this existed, but now I'll have to go out and, and see the comparisons to to see see what it actually you know sounds like. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I was going to say this. I haven't been able to find any proper covers of this song. And I say proper because uh, the BBC show, The Fast Show, uh, which was a, a sketch show uh, from the, the late 90s, early 2000s, um, they have, uh, um, there's an, there was an, a kind of a, a, a sketch on there which had this character who was based on a singer, um, which I'm assuming is kind of alien to any Americans. Uh, called George Formby, who used to play a banjo and was very popular during World War II for some reason. Um, and um, there is a character called Fred Halibut and his little banjo lady, and he sings Prince songs. Um, he sings Get Off, uh, um, first of all, um, and he's kind of like got book teeth and he sings in a very strong kind of like um, uh, Northern English accent and... Um, it's only 53 seconds and there's the final song is sexy mf and he gets cut off before he gets to say anything other than you sexy um and it's kind of done in a like a black and white footage as if it's from kind of like the the kind of 30s or something um so you know it's worth watching simply because it's just a, a really silly kind of idea um that, that um you know that prince copied this kind of george formby like artist from you know many many years ago uh it's just such a, a weird kind of idea but uh yeah i mean i wasn't able to find any kind of like proper covers of it i guess because prince well i mean prince released like 19 different remixes of it and you know co you know kind of it's so in the production of it is so indelibly kind of linked to the performance um you know you could i guess you could do a cover that was just a straight performance of it but it, it just would take everything away from the song because it's it's kind of prince's singing and the various samples and the kind of you know the the little kind of the treating of i like it fat i like it proud you know like all that kind of stuff it kind of adds to what the song is. So I feel like just doing a straight cover would kind of, uh, you know, just be a nonsense and, and just wouldn't, you would never be able to kind of really replicate what Prince did. And if you were trying to replicate what Prince did, well, then you're wasting your time, aren't you? So, you know, um, yeah. 
Uh, and I, you know, it's just this is literally my favorite Prince song. You know, this is the one that kind of got me into Prince. This is the point at which I became a Prince fan. Uh, you know, by the time it got to the Christmas of 1991, I had Diamonds and Pearls on cassette. And, you know, I would fall asleep listening to that cassette. I literally put my speaker underneath my pillow hmm. and I would start with Thunder. And, you know, um, usually by the time I got to get off, I might have fallen asleep. Um, or, you know, sometimes I would fast forward so that I could start with Get Off and then it would go on to side B. Uh, you know, but this was just like the album I I listen. I'm you know I when when I you know from Christmas nineteen ninety one till Christmas nineteen ninety two I only owned like three albums and this was one of them so <laughs> I would just play it nonstop. Um, and you know I I eventually played the twelve inch. Unfortunately, my twelve inch has a little bit of a scratch on one of the sides, so I can't listen to one of the sides anymore. So, um, but you know I guess I could <laughs> I guess I could just buy it on iTunes again if I wanted to listen to it but you know wouldn't be the same uh, but yeah so I mean I just love this song so much and it's just so, it's just my favourite Prince song and it's you know the one that kind of got me into Prince um, and you know it, a great introduction for the MPG as well you know um, this iteration would only kind of last for this one album um, but you know kind of indelibly this is the you know and I know a lot of people love the revolution and you know I love the revolution too but when I think about Prince, I think about Prince and this MPG, uh, and that like that's that's the band that you know. If I could travel to any point in time, uh, after of course killing Hitler as a baby, I would then travel you know to whatever the first gig was for Prince and the MPG performing songs off Diamonds and Pearls, just so I could see that lineup performing this song live. Um, you know that would be how I would use a time travel machine. So. Mm. Um, you know, it's just it's such a great song for me. What if what if killing baby Hitler due to the butterfly effect would mean that Prince never gets <laughs> born? <laughs> and then and then I I didn't think I'd ever say this on a Prince podcast, but then I would have to keep Hitler alive just so that Prince could uh, could exist. But maybe <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's the thing every time traveler finds out, and that's why that's why we still live in the timeline uh, where. Uh, uh, Hitler was a where thing. Prince existed <laughs> and Prince yes the two have to exist you can't have one without the other um, this has gone very down a very strange and dark <laughs> path Martin <laughs> so I feel like we said about as much as could be said about the song Get Off I mean personally I could probably talk about how much I love this song for another couple of hours but I feel like this is probably about the right length of this podcast um, to me this this is always going to be the episode that was going to be kind of like the most important for me to get to um, you know, obviously I had to go through like, I don't know, 120 other songs to get here. But, uh, you know, this is this is a song that, that made me a Prince fan. And Diamonds and Pearls is kind of the first Prince album that I ever owned. And so, you know, it always has a special place for me, um, you know, and, and and always kind of whenever I listen to Diamonds and Pearls always takes me back to Christmas 1991. That's what I always think of, um, you know, a simpler time. The, I, I don't think if I said anything about the current day to myself in christmas 1991 i would even comprehend what was going on you know I, I don't think i could imagine the kind of you know the world after that point uh, but yeah i mean just such for me you know this is kind of the whole point of doing this project was just to talk about how much i love this song um, and i guess from now it's a, a long slow descent uh, from this point onwards it's all downhill from here <laughs> uh, to the end of this project I joke, of course, because there are tons of there are tons of other Prince songs that I love after this, but this is just such a, a special song for me, um, you know. 
I feel now we should go to plugs. Is there anything you wish to plug, Martin? I just want to be on the record as saying, I would still kill baby Hitler. <laughs> so- sorry, Prince. Sorry, Prince fans. I'm German. It's personal. Um, also, you know. <laughs> so I would like to um, plug uh, killing baby Hitler, if you have a time machine. Um <laughs> And um, if not, you know, maybe punch a Nazi. They're around again. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you can find us on Facebook at Prince Trap by Track or follow us at Twitter at Prince Podcast. Or, of course, you could email us. Not sure why you would at this point at Prince uh, Track by Track at gmail.com. Thanks for being my guest for this track, uh, Martin. Thank you for having me. And otherwise, goodbye. Bye. Bye.